Come, Holy Spirit, come and set our hearts afire. Pentecost. Today is the Feast of Pentecost where we celebrate the sending of God's Holy Spirit 50 days after Easter on to the disciples. When we hear the Holy Spirit, we often have an image of a dove. Indeed, we used a dove in our procession today instead of a cross. And the dove is a common symbol of the Holy Spirit. And it comes from the story of the baptism of Jesus. Jesus comes up out of the water after being baptized by John the Baptist. And all the gospel accounts say, the Spirit of God descended upon him like a dove. And throughout the history of Christian art, there are many depictions of the Holy Spirit as a dove. And they tend to be very uh, gentle images. I saw a painting of uh, a Mary, basically God's spirit telling Mary she was going to uh, be pregnant with Jesus. And it's this loving image of Mary and this dove just looking at each other very gently. What we hear in the Acts reading today is very different. The Spirit comes with the sound of a violent rushing wind. The Spirit blows in like a violent wind and tongues of divided fire appear over the disciples' heads like we just enacted. Wind and fire. Wind and fire are, other than the baptism of Jesus, really more representative images of the Holy Spirit in Scripture. And even at the baptism of Jesus, it wasn't just a dove descending. It was followed by a voice from heaven. This is my son. So really, a forceful wind and fire are more common images of the Holy Spirit and the action of the Holy Spirit. And that's because the Holy Spirit is always a disruptive force. The Holy Spirit always brings change. For me, a great metaphor of wind and fire as an image for the Holy Spirit is uh, Yellowstone Park. How many of you have been to Yellowstone? It's an amazing place. And if you've been there since the last massive fire that they had, it's quite extraordinary because you see all these burned trees and in the midst of them, all this new life coming up throughout the park. And what the wind and fire did was actually 
create more diversity in the ecosystem and brought new nutrient into the ecosystem. But my favorite part of that whole image of uh, Yellowstone and the fire is the lodgepole pine, which is uh, prominent throughout Yellowstone. The lodgepole pine cone is held together with a resin. And the only way that cone can open and the seeds scatter is with enough heat to melt the resin. So in fact, the lodgepole pine can only propagate with fire. As we celebrate Pentecost, each one of us is like a lodgepole pine cone. And what the Holy Spirit does is releases within us who God has created us to be. The fire of the Holy Spirit opens us up to be who God has called us to be. People living into the baptismal covenant, which we will renew at this service. People who strive for justice and peace. People who respect the dignity of all human beings. People who care for creation. The Holy Spirit opens us up, releases us, as it does with those pine cones. Pentecost is often called the birth of the church, and every celebration of Pentecost is considered uh, a birthday. So often people consider Pentecost the church's birthday, and so today is the church's birthday party. And at Pentecost, what happened in the birth of the church is, as we heard in Acts, the Spirit descends upon the disciples and empowers them in different languages to proclaim the good news of God in Christ. And in the reading we heard, we have Peter giving the first sermon in the history of the church. Jesus has been teaching the disciples, and now Peter turns to the people at Pentecost and teaches the very first sermon. And Scripture tells us he was very effective. 3,000 people converted to faith in Jesus Christ after that sermon. At this service, I'm going to get two. (laughs) And actually, they signed up for baptism before they even heard this sermon, so it doesn't even count. (laughs) But think about that image of a birthday party. Pentecost is a different kind of birthday party than what we're used to. I think of all the birthday parties we've had and especially birthday parties we've taken our children to and some of the elements of a birthday party. One, of course, is bringing a gift to the person who is celebrating their birthday. You bring them a gift and they open it and then at the end of the party when it's time to leave, there is often a distribution of party favors. 
Now, my experience of party favors in Marin is that the party favor is often much more extravagant than the gift that my child had brought for the birthday boy or girl. In fact, I think we had one birthday party my son went to and had this really great kind of Lego thing that was really popular at the time. Well, those also turned out to be the party favor. (laughs) So the party favor was better than the gifts. That's what Pentecost is like. The party favor is better than the gift you bring. We come, of course, to the celebration bearing a gift, the gift of ourselves, the gift of our time, our talent that we give to the church, the gifts of our financial resources we give to support the church and in thanksgiving for God's blessings in our lives. But what we receive is the Holy Spirit, the true gift of life, the gift of the call to mission and ministry, the gift of discipleship. So we receive this incredible gift at this birthday party. Now, everybody likes birthday cake, right? Pretty much. You guys don't, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, at every birthday party, you have the birthday cake, right? And whoever's birthday it is is presented with a cake with all the candles on it. They make a private wish, and they blow out the candles. And if they get them all, that wish might come true. None of mine did, but you never know. Pentecost is very different. At the birthday party of Pentecost, each one of you is the candle. And instead of the breath blowing out the fire, the breath of God lights the candle. In Acts, the wind, the breath of God comes and does the flame of fire over the disciples. In the gospel reading, it said, Jesus breathed on the disciples and said, receive the Holy Spirit. So at this birthday of the church, you are the candle, and the breath lights the flame, not blows it out. And have you ever been to one of those birthday parties with the, you know, the trick candles, where you try to blow them out and they keep coming back and you can't blow them out? That's how Pentecost works, right? The Holy Spirit lights you on fire And you can't blow it out. No one can blow it out. You can try to blow your own light out, but it doesn't work. So you become that light, shining the light of Christ in the world. Now, there's one thing I haven't mentioned that is perhaps the key component of every birthday party which is singing, singing happy birthday, right? That's like a highlight of every birthday party. But the church's happy birthday song is not happy birthday to you. 
we're going to sing what is the church's happy birthday song, which is This Little Light of Mine. And Emily's going to help us sing this, but here's what you need to know. Your index finger represents the candle, this little light of mine. The verses you'll need to know, you probably all know the main kind of chorus, right? But there are some motions and words that go with it. After the chorus, do hide it under a bushel? No, I'm going to let it shine. And we'll go through that. <laughs> and then after that, we sing, don't let anyone it out. I'm going to let it shine. You got that? All right, let's sing happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> 